Hello? Schmidt Talks? Spill it. And we are back with another episode. Hi, guys. I'm Hannah. Uh, welcome to Talkin' Schmidt. Uh, and yes, you guessed it, we uh, we talk some Schmidt on here. So um, today, I actually... So this is... Um, this is actually my first episode alone, so um, there I'm probably going to do a bit more of these, uh, only because I know it's it's hard right now. Um, I you know just just being able to book sometimes uh, guests, and as much as I love having guests, I think it's also important for me to just talk on here as well, just by myself. Um, and I know it's going to be it's going to be hard with the pandemic and what's going on in the world right now and um, with the new variant and all these new cases. So um, that's something to definitely keep in mind, which actually leads me to my podcast episode topic for today, which is maintaining a happy and healthy lifestyle during the pandemic. And there are restrictions now. We are seeing restrictions come back in again, which absolutely sucks. No one's happy about that. And we were so close. And I know a lot of people were thinking, oh my God, we were so close. And yet um, there's still obviously that a lot needs to be done. But I really do think that we all stick together and we work together as a team. I think that's very important. Now, I know for a lot of people, it's pretty hard to be able to maintain a balance between home life and work life as a lot of us are actually working from home sometimes um, or we're working by ourselves because that is the way of the world right now unfortunately and if you can hear um (laughs) if you can hear (laughs) noises in the background that's just the dog that I'm dog sitting (laughs) so um I apologize if you can hear that she kind of has to be around me so um she's just playing with her toy right now Anyway, um, what I really wanted to get into today is I know that a lot of people, a lot of my friends, a lot of my family, a lot of people that I know in general have really been struggling with their mental health during the pandemic, you know, including myself. And I know I've mentioned this in past episodes too, because I I just want to stress this to you that if you are alone, genuinely, if you're living alone, I know um, how much of an effect that can take and how much of a toll it can take on you, but the good thing to know is that you have people still in your life. We're all in this together, the entire world, which is actually crazy. I still can't get over that, but we're all in this together. This is something that we're going to get through and there are tactics that you can use. There are strategies that you can use to help you uh, maintain that happy mindset. Um, and it can really help you get through this tough time. I know it's helped me a whole lot. And obviously, no one's 100% happy or perfect right now. But there's definitely strategies that can help you um, sort of ramp up that positivity. And that's kind of what I wanted to just talk to you about what what I've used and um, some things that I've done some research on. Okay, so first and foremost, I actually really want to talk about physical self care. Um, and especially exercise. So there's a lot of professionals out there, doctors, authors, 
uh, professionals in the healthcare industry that say the first step in boosting happiness is to take care of your body. And I honestly couldn't agree more. What you do with your body, what you put in your body um, and the exercise that you do can really help you not only maintain a healthy body weight, but just it really um, it releases those healthy endorphins that make you happier. And there's science that backs up this too. You can do your research. Exercise is just it's the magical elixir, if that makes sense, um, uh, of life. And even, you know, even doing minimal, you don't have to do anything crazy, but even doing some light yoga, I've been doing actually, oh my gosh, okay, so what I've been doing, and I've been really into it, um, it's kind of intense sometimes though too, depending on the sort of workout that you do, but I've been doing Pilates. So uh, Pilates is... um it's like yoga, but it's like a full body workout. Yoga's more Zen and you're just, I, I, I feel like yoga's more, um, just stretching, praying, that kind of thing. Pilates, you actually get a full body workout in. And let me tell you after the 30 minute workout that I do, it's a full body workout. It's insane. I'm literally, I, I'm, I'm dead afterwards. It's actually pretty intense because you're using all the muscles in your body. Like it's just, it's crazy. And you're even incorporating some cardio in there too. So it's great for your muscles, cardiovascular strength, and um, it really helps you to boost metabolism as well. So um, I, I honestly highly recommend Pilates. I really like that. Also, even going on walks too, and I know it's pretty chilly where we are here in Canada, but um, still on those sunnier days here in the wintertime, doesn't hurt to go out on a nice little light walk. Again, doesn't have to be anything too intense. Even it can just be like a 12-minute walk, 10-minute walk, and it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It just, it's, it's something that's sufficient enough that will create that happy sort of mood. Um, and I find that a lot of people have been doing a lot more exercise during the pandemic because it seriously does help boost their mood. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what I, this is what I've, I've come across, I feel. So when you put things into perspective, when you really put all of this in, into perspective, the thing is, is that, as I mentioned at the beginning, we're all in this together. So take a look at the situation that we're in. And figure out how you can apply it to your life. Because unfortunately, guys, you know, the pandemic isn't going to go away with a snap of our finger as much as we would want it to. And I know that we were so close and it seemed like everything was getting a lot better. Um, it will eventually. But, um, you know, we do, we do have to be patient with this kind of thing. I mean, it's been two years. Pandemics like this can last Oh my gosh. I actually, I don't even know. Like the, the last really horrible one in 1918, that, that, that impacted them for well over probably 10 years after it happened, something like that. Um, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. You can fact check it. My point here is to reframe the situation. So how we interpret our emotions is um, largely due to how, how they're framed, if that makes sense. So in other words, the context of the situation. And a lot of people are looking at the situation like it's the end of the world. And as much as it totally kind of can feel like that at times, um, take a step back, you know, take a breather and realize that this 
does have an ending. We're in a long tunnel right now. There is a light at the end of that tunnel. You know, we're slowly starting to see that glimpse of light. If you set an expectation at the very beginning that this was going to go by really super quickly, the last thing that you need to do right now or need to be in this pandemic is a perfectionist. That is absolutely the last thing that you need to do. Um, it's a trap, you know, thinking that you have to win at everything right now. It's, it's hard taking a step back and and looking at the situation. So for example, if you're struggling finding work right now, or you're in a job where you don't feel like this is where you want to be, take that step back and take into consideration that a lot of people are in the same boat. But also if you're perfectionist like myself, you can get really down on yourself about it and be really hard on yourself. And that's not something that you should do, especially right now. Obviously, still strive for those goals. Make sure you do the most that you can to be a better you during this pandemic. Really find yourself, right? Because we're given that time right now. But also don't go into everything thinking that you need to win and win, constantly win, because That mindset isn't necessarily healthy. Of course, you want to succeed, but there's a healthy way to have that mindset and develop that. Uh, My point here is that it's worth thinking about how you can apply the pandemic to your everyday life. Be the best that you can in a stressful situation. And I know stressful situations are often beyond our control. This whole virus has been beyond our control and, you know, Because of that, we conjure up all this anxiety and worry when we try to control what we can't. And I have a lot of experience with this. And, you know, it's hard not to be able to control certain aspects in your life. Um, But focusing on what can be controlled, on the other hand, can totally decrease that feeling of anxiety. And um, I I find that there's certain outlets for sure that you can control, like the relationships in your life and um, work as well. And I know a lot of people probably out there think work, like no way, Um, seems like there's not a lot of opportunities out there. But I'm telling you guys, like you got to go looking for them. And I'll, I'll create a podcast episode solely based on working during the pandemic or finding work as a postgrad because I know that there's a lot to be said about that. But I will say this, it's not impossible to find a job right now. Telling yourself that constant excuse that, oh, it's the pandemic, um, you know, I have time, whatever. Yes, you do have time. You do. Uh, however, don't constantly fall back on that because sooner or later, if you're constantly telling yourself that a couple years pass by and you're thinking, what am I doing with my life? You know, so um, I mean, not trying to get deep here, but that's something that I don't agree with is just sitting back. I'm I'm more of a go getter. I want to you know, I, I want to reach my goals. I want to push myself, especially in my career. So um, that's something to definitely motivate you as well during this time, right? It's, it's a, it's a, it provides a good distraction. Now, um, speaking of distractions, 
guys, enjoy those everyday pleasures, like in everyday experiences. Focus on those little things that make you happy and make you feel loved or make you feel just great overall, whatever it is, honestly, like whether that's redecorating your room, getting new furniture, getting a new mattress, because I mean, we all appreciate our sleep out here. So (laughs) you know what I mean? And lighting those nice candles, taking a bubble bath and playing your guilty pleasure movie or TV show. And of course, eating treats like come on, guys, like you got to divulge every once in a while, especially now it's something to look forward to. And so speaking of like sleeping, and I really hope that. Okay, so okay, where do I begin with this? Now, I know a lot of people have some serious sleep issues. But (laughs) something that um, can really help you maintain a healthy and happy uh, life is to improve sleep hygiene. Now, throughout the pandemic, I feel like a lot of people's sleep schedules have been out of whack, especially, um, you know, people that that work probably or actually, you know what, maybe people that don't even work probably. Yeah, actually, um, maybe the people that don't work or you have like a break if you're going to school and you have... um, a week off during the Christmas break, for example, or something, you know, that way you feel like, so for example, if you're not working right now, you feel like you have all the time in the world. So you stay up extra, extra late, and then you sleep in extra, extra late. And then the whole day is, has gone you by. So you can't really, I don't know, people make that excuse too, that they can't really be productive after, you know, they've slept until one or whatever it may be. Even if you don't have a full on work schedule um, in place, I really do think it's important to have a healthy routine. So go to bed at a decent time and wake up at a decent time so you can actually get things done. For me personally, I hate the feeling of like sleeping in too late um, just because I feel like there's so much I can do with my day. And I think a lot of people should take that into consideration. Um, and honestly, it kind of makes you feel like crappier when you're just slugging around and you feel mopey and tired all day because like, I don't know about you, but when I sleep in like late, I wake up even groggier and crankier, if that makes any sense. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't do me any good. So when you establish that healthy routine, I find it can really help with your productivity and just your overall like mindset, right? Also, not to mention that rest is very important for both physical and mental wellness. If you lack sleep, you can get sick. It can result in more anxious thoughts. Uh, So take extra measures to at least try to regulate your sleep. You can even set an alarm or something of a time that you want to start to go to sleep, um, you know, and then wake up in the morning, obviously, as well. So that kind of thing helps, you know, sleep journals or meditation. Um, There's so many meditation like podcasts or just even like playlist or whatever that you can play to help you sleep podcasts really do help though too I find um, because you're not having to look at a screen and screens are just the worst thing that you can do before um, you go to sleep I mean mind you I pretty much do that every single night but yeah I should probably stop doing that um <laughs> But yeah, maybe you should just listen to a podcast like Talking Schmidt before you go to sleep. I don't know, just an idea. <laughs> um, 
But another really good outlet though too, and this doesn't just have to do with sleep, but like, I mean, I did mention sleep journaling, but journaling in general, and that's something that I really want to start getting into a lot more. I used to when I was a kid a lot more, um, but that was more writing down like my everyday life, like what I did every day. Like I literally have three full journals when I was young of what I did every single day. And I would literally have smiley faces, like a happy one, a neutral one, and a sad one. And I would circle which one applied to me most that day. It was so frigging funny. Like looking back at it now, I'm so happy I did that because it is honestly like the stuff I put in there was hilarious too because I was like talking to myself at the same time in these journals while also explaining what was happening throughout my day. And I would make all these little side notes. Like it was kind of funny. I should probably read it one time. Honestly, I just think it's so funny looking back at it now. But for journaling now, I would feel like I'd want to do something more productive um, just because I'm older and I want to focus more on things that I can do to I don't know, further myself in my career and organize my life and whatnot because I constantly feel like I need to organize things going on because, I don't know, for some reason it always feels like I'm busy. You know, there's different kinds of journaling too. You can do bullets, the everyday life like I did when I was younger. So writing down what you did during the day. Um, Lists, like just, you know, making lists of things. That's what you like to do, like to-do lists grocery lists, I don't know, lists of events that you have to do, something like that. Honestly, I feel like I should read more into journaling because <laughs> I'm kind of fascinated by it and all the different things that you can do. Um, also, feeling journals and food journals can really help too, especially if you struggle, you know, with eating or, you know, just getting your feelings out there. That's when this kind of outlet can really help you. And this can really help during the pandemic when, um, when you may be alone or when you feel like you don't have someone to talk to. So yeah, I highly recommend that. Also on the same topic, read more. And that's what I'm trying to do a lot too. Like there's literal studies that correlate reading with increased life satisfaction and happiness. And when I say reading, like I mean actual books not magazines, not social media, you know, not the news, but I'm talking about books, like actual books. So think of a few genres or whatever that you like. Um, I like crime. Usually I'm a big crime junkie. So like crime, mystery, um, I don't know, romance maybe sometimes, but even just like a couple minutes a day of reading can do you a whole lot of good because you also it helps with your dictation and honestly your English and your presentation skills. And it really helps um, to keep your mind working though too, because it, it can be hard being stuck in your house all day. Feel like you're not learning a lot. You're not really doing a lot. Um, but it's, it's uh, honestly like reading is, has been shown to reduce stress too. So it's just, it's a win-win sort of situation and gets your creative side of your brain working too. So that's something that should be taken into consideration. And also I'd love to get some opinions on some books. So like I said, I'm really into like crime, mystery. Um, so if anyone has good recommendations, please let me know because I'm keen for some recommendations. I'm really stuck on this one book right now. It's so slow. 
but me being me, I feel like I need to like finish it because I started it and I don't want to not finish it. You know what I mean? So, but anyway, someone recommend me something good because I want to spice it up a little bit. Also, I don't know about you guys, but have you been going outside a lot more though too during the pandemic or is that just me? Because I swear I was not that much of an out. Actually, okay, maybe. Okay, you know what? That's a lie. But I mean, I would appreciate it more. Yeah, that's what I mean. I would appreciate the outdoors more because like what else were we doing at the start of this pandemic? Like when we were full on on lockdown, like literally couldn't leave your house. You could go, you know, the most that you could do was go on a bike ride, go on a hike, whatever. So I feel like a lot of people appreciated that. Um, I know I did. I really appreciated going up to the cottage more, just going on walks, even just around my neighborhood. And obviously, you know, my neighborhood's nothing special, but like I would appreciate that a whole lot more. Um, and it there's been proven scientific facts, though, too, that people who spend more time outdoors, especially in the sun, um, have higher emotional well-being, which I thought that was pretty interesting to read. So yeah, especially in the summertime, don't cook yourself up inside unless it's like 40 degrees, then by all means be inside, but actually enjoy the outdoors. I, I'm not even kidding. And just because it's the wintertime doesn't mean you can't go outdoors. Like, bro, I still go on walks outside, even though it's like minus 10, like just bundle up, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's just, it's definitely, it's definitely beneficial during the pandemic, getting that fresh air, that, that vitamin D, vitamin C. Uh, I think that's definitely something that's important and a lot of people should be doing a whole lot more. Um, yeah, I don't know, just, just a quick little recommendation there for you. And while we're on the topic, get the heck out of town. I mean, so, okay, obviously, right now may not be the best time to get out of town but um you know when things when when the lockdown wasn't a thing or when restrictions were lifted um that was a time when a lot of us were able to travel more and and you know leave our houses obviously so I know people are traveling right now um which is pretty brave but, you know, you can still go on day trips, week trips somewhere out of town. It doesn't have to be super far. Like, you don't have to take a plane there. It could just be a nice little road trip. My boyfriend, his friends, and myself, we all rented this Airbnb in Ottawa. And that was so much fun. We did it for four days. That was a blast. Um, another time we did a cottage up north. Um, actually, we did that two times. So, honestly, like... It, there's a whole lot you can do. You don't have to travel very far to have a good time. There's a few places that I really want to rent, like an Airbnb or something. Um, Tobermory is stunning. I've been there before when I was younger and it's beautiful. That's somewhere that I want to go visit. Uh, Blue Mountain, again, I've been there before. haven't been for a long time, but that's a great place for skiing, snowboarding, you know, winter activities, hiking, whatever you want to do. And um, I just am so excited to be able to do that a whole lot more, be able to travel. I am planning to travel in, in March, so hopefully everything will be a little bit better by then. Um, 
I pray because we're going somewhere tropical. That's the plan. So I'm praying by then everything should be fine. My point here is that, you know, if you live in a city or if you live in some sort of rural town, like just completely on the outskirts, um, you know, do the opposite. Maybe go into the city or or uh, if you're from the city, maybe go into the rural countryside, whatever it may be. Then again, maybe don't go into the city right now because uh, it's packed and there's COVID. But when things do die down, I highly do recommend that because it's it feels so amazing to have that change of scenery. And you do feel like you are traveling. You're, you're in a completely different space, right? So that's proven to help boost your mood as well. Um, I don't know anyone that doesn't love traveling. So as long as you're maintaining a safe social distancing and and safeguarding um, your health, then that's what really matters, right? But take joy um, into being able to do that. It's incredibly exciting to think that in the future, when all of this goes away, we're going to be able to freely just go where we want to go. And restrictions won't really have to be a thing anymore. So that's going to be something that's really, that's, gosh, everyone's looking forward to. So yeah, those are, those are some strategies that I really think could help. I wanted to actually just add a few more that I did, um, that, that like, these are kind of more doings that you can do to help boost your mood and other people's moods though, too, because as much as it's important to take care of yourself, it also feels amazing to take care of others that you care deeply for. For example, what me and my, uh, two guy friends did. So Mitch and John, who I met in school, So we meet up every once in a while on Zoom. Actually, we're probably due for one. We have to do that soon. So I'm going to text them later about that. Um, But we'd have a Zoom call. We'd have some drinks on there or whatever it is. And we just caught up. um, And we explained what each of us were doing, how our jobs were, family, friends, boyfriends, girlfriends. Uh, It was really nice because, you know, we haven't been able to see each other for so long and it was great to just see their faces and hear them and being able to tell them and update them on my life and then hearing what's going on with them. That's always something that I feel a lot of people have done throughout the pandemic. Almost everyone probably in the entire world took to Zoom and Microsoft Teams to be able to connect with their loved ones. And no matter how far that person is, they could be across the world and you're still able to do that, which I think is amazing. So thank you, technology. (laughs) Another great thing, though, too. So obviously we couldn't go to the movie theaters, but what we did and same thing was with Mitch and John, um, what we did was we used Netflix party. And if you haven't used Netflix party, then what are you doing? Honestly, you have to do it. It's so much fun. Like it's guys, it's literally so jokes. So you're talking obviously like you're watching the show or the movie at the exact same time, right? So you're streaming it at the exact same time and you have like this little chat on the side. So you can just add in your two cents. So you could just talk about what just happened. Like, Oh my God, did you see that? Or what did she just say? Like whatever. And it can get freaking hilarious. Like I, I literally like whenever I go on Netflix party, that is the highlight of my day. I, I shit you not because no. Okay. 
Okay, wait. So we all know Tiger King out here, right? Okay, so me, John, and Mitch being a Netflix party watching Tiger King, and it was probably the funniest thing ever. Like, the show itself is a joke, but with them, because they're just jokes, guys, like, it was just the funniest thing. So anyway, go get your best friends, do Netflix party, whatever movie you want to watch, highly recommend. I really want to do that again soon. And then, you know, just that kind of thing is just connecting with your friends over technology or whatever and and being able to talk with them um, is always such a great feeling. Also, don't forget to pick up the phone and and call your loved ones as well um, and tell them that you're thinking of them, like especially the grandparents. Oh my gosh, you know, you have to get in. That's what I did. We we, we made sure that we had these sort of, at the very beginning, weekly FaceTimes, I guess, right? Um, with my aunt, uncle, and then my grandparents, and then um, my mom, too. So we would all say hi, and uh, it'd be nice to see them because that was a scary time. We all wanted to be there for each other, so it was really nice. But for the family members that you don't live with or you don't see very often... Um, it's really nice for them to hear from you, right? Especially the grandparents, because it's, it's a scary time for them. It's a really scary time, especially if they're living in, um, you know, care facilities where, as we all know, COVID can rapidly, uh, move around. And so be there for your grandparents, be there for all your family members. And it's always, it's just, it's going to make their day. If you leave them a message, if you call them, just a text or an email, something, because they will appreciate that um, now more than ever, right? So yeah, that's something that I did and I continue to do. Another great thing that you can do for your loved ones is giving them a COVID-19 care package. Um, And you can give this just, you know, every once in a while or just just for fun or if someone's actually if someone does have the virus and they have to be quarantining um that's no fun at all like that's it's upsetting for that person so um that would be the perfect time to give them that COVID-19 care package and you can put a whole bunch of different things that they like it's just it goes you it's that extra mile that where you show your love and appreciation for them and basically saying without actually saying, you know, I'm here for you. I love you. I'm giving you a hug. Yeah. So I think that's something that's really touching actually. And that's on the same sort of topic as like making front porch visits, um, decorating the front doors or drawing on the sidewalk with chalk, um, on a loved one's driveway, right? It's, it's a cute little message. It it makes them feel appreciated. And honestly, it's, it's probably going to make their day. So um, doing that kind of thing. I remember for uh, Terrell's birthday. So yeah, so my boyfriend's birthday last year, it was it was pretty bad. So it was in April. And during this time, it was bad. We couldn't really see people. We were on lockdown, I'm pretty sure. But I compiled a video of all his friends saying really cute messages about him and then I, um, they did a drive-by, and I know a lot of people did that for graduation or for birthdays or celebrations. They would just drive by and have posters or honk their horns or play music. It was really cute, so that's what we did for him, 
and then I showed him the video and he got all <laughs> he got all teared up um but it was really cute and it's really sweet because you can still be there for your friends and family even though you can't necessarily be there um <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, always a great idea though too, right? Just you kind of have to think outside of the box. Be a bit more creative than you usually would be, right? The pandemic has definitely tested a lot of people's creativity for sure. And lastly, I know that a lot of us were only able to see a few people um, initially during the start or during the lockdown period. You know, when we were able to see 10 people, for example, outside of our household, that would be your corn team. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds so cringy, but you know what I mean? Like the corn. T- <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. But um, it's like your team of people during quarantine, you know? So people that you are really close with um, and you know that they're also limiting their social interactions and you know that you're going to be able to spend time with. So I definitely had that core group, which was amazing. And that helped so much. Like I just remember the time when I finally saw them and I was actually able to give my friends a hug. It was just the most amazing feeling. And now I almost feel like we're going back into that time where people are too scared to even visit people, right? So, um, which is pretty unfortunate because we're in the midst of Christmas time. So that sucks. But yeah, I just wanted to add that in there quickly. When you have that core group that you were able to actually hang out with, that felt so special and that was definitely much needed. Just to kind of end off today's episode, I wanted to add in something also very quickly. I know that we talked a lot about different strategies and mechanisms of how you can make sure that you lead that happy life during the pandemic. But I also want to add in here that you shouldn't obsess over being positive or happy either. You don't want to constantly have that in your head where you're thinking I have to be happy I need to be doing things constantly all the time to make sure I'm distracted that's not what the point of this episode was I just want to give you some healthy strategies to um, help you make better of the situation that we're in but sometimes it can be a bad idea to constantly chase positive emotions you're allowed to feel sad you're allowed to feel angry as well Um, actively pursuing happiness can lead to a reverse effect, honestly. So the more we focus on our own happiness, the less we focus on the happiness of the people around us, which can contribute to feelings of isolation and and disconnection. And there's also a fine line between searching for happiness and feeling that time is slipping away, if that makes any sense. Uh, And again, If you're focused on that outcome where you're saying to yourself, I must feel happy all the time, that's not healthy, right? You need to have that balance. And you may even feel worse if you're constantly putting that energy out there because, you know, if you're constantly feeling like you have to always be happy and then you're let down because you don't, you're going to feel even crappier, right? You know, you don't always need to feel happy 24 hours a day. I don't think anyone can mentally have that capacity right now. Use those healthy strategies that I mentioned and do your own research, whatever you think will help you. 
uh, to maintain your happiness in a healthy and productive way because it's important during these stressful times to make sure that you have outlets and people that you can go to to diminish that anxiety um, that the pandemic has brought on. So yeah, I just, I wanted to talk about that really quickly. I hope everything made sense that I said. I feel like it was a bit all over the place, but then again, this this whole world, this whole situation is just crazy. So whatever. But thanks so much for listening in on today's episode. I want to thank you if you made it to the end. Be sure to stay tuned for other episodes. If you have any suggestions, comments, or questions, please let me know. Uh, you can reach me at Talking Schmidt Podcast on Instagram. I'm always willing to listen and get some advice uh, from listeners. So I will catch you guys in the next episode.